The NFL trade deadline has come and gone, and the 49ers made a move. 49ers acquired Chase Young uh, from the Washington Commanders. We're going to talk about that and a little bit more on something I think I'm going to call the throwaway, a little spinoff of the Sprint Ride Option podcast, and that starts now. Welcome, everybody. We are live. We are live. My name is Jason Aponte. I am Andrew Pasquini. We're working. That's it. We're working over here. That's it. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. Hello, hello, hello. I am Andrew Pasquini, and this is the Sprint Ride Option Podcast. Well, at least a version of it. Uh, no Jason Aponte today. And as you noticed, this was released on audio only. There was no YouTube live stream. I think this is going to be a little thing I start to do by myself on my own where it's just Andrew talking 49er football for, for a little bit, maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes at most. I figured since Jason has his own YouTube channel, uh, he, he goes live after every game. He go, he went live earlier today after the Chase Young news was announced. I figured this would be a place where, hey, if you want to hear my thoughts as things happen, I don't think I have the time to commit to an entire YouTube channel at this point. So I think right now it's just going to be an audio-only medium where I'm just going to talk, give my thoughts on the Niners news of the day. And I couldn't think of a better day to start that than the NFL trade deadline. So allow me to introduce what I think I'm going to call the throwaway. It's just going to be a little segment I do once here and there by myself on the Sprint Ride Option podcast feed wherever you get your podcast and we'll see how it goes if you like this let me know if you hate it tell me i won't do it anymore it's just something that i want to do i want to give it a shot see see how this works see how the structure works and all that and i think it's exciting because on the sprint ride option podcast i'm only there once twice a week where there's a lot of days that happen with niners news where i think maybe just a quick little thought here and there on the youtube or on excuse me not youtube so used to youtube uh, on the podcast feed, just having a thought here and there. And as I said at the top, I cannot think of a better day to start a new little segment than a day where the San Francisco 49ers, I think, had a good trade deadline. So the big news coming, let's let's, let's talk about it now. Let's get it going. Let's stop with the introductions of what this is, and let's talk about the news of the day. The San Francisco 49ers acquired Chase Young from the Washington Commanders. Earlier on Tuesday, before the NFL trade deadline expired at 1 p.m. on Tuesday. Maybe not a shock because this, this was a player that I think a lot of people were vying for. I think a lot of the league were vying for. He's very young. He was a first-round pick in the 2020 NFL draft. But maybe a little bit of a surprise with the developments of earlier of Tuesday with the Chicago Bears acquiring Montez Sweat from the Commanders for a second-round pick. And, and you thought maybe... Washington would trade one, likely not both, of Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So Niner fans were maybe a little concerned Tuesday morning after the Sweat news comes out, especially with Ian Rappaport reporting shortly thereafter that, hey, maybe maybe this is it for the Bears, or excuse me, the Commanders, but it wasn't. They obviously make the move, and what a move it was for the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners traded a 2024 third-round pick. It was the pick that they received for uh, Rand Carthright being hired with the Tennessee Titans and D'Amico Ryans being hired with the Wash or the uh, Houston Texans. I apologize, not Washington, the Houston Texans. Niners get a comp pick. They swap it out for a very good pass rusher in Chase Young. And keep in mind as well that if Chase Young leaves in free agency this year, the 49ers likely will get a third-round comp pick back. So it's either the Niners get 
a rental for next to nothing if they get a third round comp pick back or potentially the start of a duo of pass rushers both out of ohio state with nick bosa and chase young on the other side so so let's let's really dive into what this trade means for the 49ers first financially i, I think that's something that, that we like to talk about what this means for the future the niners are only going to pay five hundred sixty thousand dollars of chase young's contract in this deal for the rest of the season so the niners instantly savings i know the money necessarily wasn't a big deal for the rest of the season the niners have what 40 million dollars in cap space for the 2023 season so they they have room to work with but small little little money deal here no biggie so it's not gonna hurt them financially the draft pick i already mentioned they traded a third round comp pick they can get a comp pick back later if Chase Young does leave the 49ers in free agency. But really, the most direct comparison you can make is Chicago traded a second-round pick to Washington for Montez Sweat. And I think Montez Sweat's a very good player. I think Chase Young has a little bit more of that upside that you're looking for. There is the injury concern. He had a groin strain in 2020 that kept him out of a game. The big injury, obviously, is the ACL tear in 2021. Kept him out until week 15 of 2022. He's missed 23 games over his career. He had a stinger in week one that kept him out this season. But if all things are equal and both can stay healthy, the 49ers somehow got the better player for a lesser of a draft pick than Chicago got Montez Sweat for. You look at the numbers that Chase Young has put up this season. 38 pressures. That would be second on the 49ers behind Nick Bosa, tied for eighth in the league. 27 hurries would lead the 49ers, sixth in the league. 18.4 pass block win percentage, second on the 49ers behind only Bosa, 10th in the league. And it's also a current career high for Chase Young. So we're talking about a player who's been pretty good when he's been on the field. And that's a big if with the ACL. But when he's on the field, he's having a career season. And then obviously the big one for the 49ers, especially the fans, is is those five sacks. That leads the team on the 49ers. It's not the highest number. It's tied 21st in the NFL, tied with Brian Burns. I think a lot of people wanted Brian Burns as well. Didn't happen. Brian Burns stays put with Carolina. So the Niners... They go out and get Chase Young. And so what's this going to look on the field? We've talked about the sacks. We've talked about that issue. But what this is going to do for me is a lot of people, I think, were excited for Randy Gregory. And Randy Gregory has been good. He's gotten some snaps. We haven't seen much of Drake Jackson. We've seen less of Cleland Farrell because of what Randy Gregory has been offering to the 49ers. And it hasn't been anything mind-blowing. He does have the sack he he just he's been decent for what the Niners were expecting they they didn't give up much for him uh, to Denver but now with the addition of Chase Young you're taking somebody who's been a solid second pass rusher and now bumping him down a spot so now I've mentioned it plenty of times with Jason is maybe the less reps you get a little more production that's what you're hoping with Drake Jackson you've seen a little bit of it from the interior of the line with Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave taking snaps from Javon Kinlaw, you've seen some production from Kinlaw in the limited snaps. So just pushing down what is, let's be honest, it's a deep pass rush. It is. It's always been a deep pass rush. Cleland Farrell, uh, Randy Gregory, Drake Jackson, obviously Nick Bosa. And now you're just adding another name. And then you consider Chris Kosarek. Chris Kosarek's still there. So 
What's it going to look like on the field? I don't know. Let, let, let's see. Let's see what practice looks like. This trade deadline comes at a great time for the 49ers with a bye week on Sunday before they go to Jacksonville to start a five-game stretch that I think is going to be pretty tough with, with Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Philadelphia, then Seattle again before you get a little bit of a break with Arizona the week after. So in terms of Chase Young, the player, I give this trade an A. I think this is an A trade for the 49ers. I, I think I said it with Gregory that you have a chance to have the best pass rusher on the other side of Nick Bosa since D Ford. I think Chase Young gives you that best pass rusher across from Nick Bosa since D Ford. So what this looks like for the defensive line, I think you're going to see more sacks completed. Now, Let's get a little bit to the negative of the trade deadline. It was the only move the Niners had. I know Tim Kawakami threw a tweet out there earlier before the deadline that the Niners were working on a second deal. I don't want to I don't want to rag on him too hard for that because with how much these trades can kind of change especially in a situation where you know the deadline's coming up in 20 minutes, a lot of things can change. Maybe Maybe the player that the Bills got earlier today at the trade deadline, uh, I'm totally drawing a blank. That's how excited I am for Chase Young, and I apologize. I know I know we love when Andrew draws a blank. Rasul Douglas. Let's, let's say hypothetically it was Rasul Douglas. Let's say the Niners were trying to get him, and that's the player Tim Kawakami hinted towards. If Tim Kawakami knows, and I'm sure the Buffalo Bills know that the Niners are close to a deal with Rasul Douglas, and if you look at other names, Jalen Johnson, the, the Bills and Niners are both in on him. So obviously the Bills are looking for another cornerback. So maybe they get win that the Niners offered X amount for Rasul Douglas, and they're going to go one-up that, and they end up doing that. They go get him. They trade for him. So, so thing, I'm not going to rag on him for that. I am concerned in the lack of moves for the secondary. I thought, I think if you power ranked the Niners' biggest needs, especially after what we saw against Cincinnati where the pass rush was getting to Joe Burrow, but wasn't quite, that the secondary wasn't stopping anything because they're playing so far off. I want to, I wanted to see uh, a defensive back. I wanted to see an offensive lineman, especially with Aaron Banks' injury that's going to keep him out for a few weeks. That you, you don't get those. So let's just focus on the defensive side, the offensive line. Maybe maybe I'm over-exaggerating it. I, I don't want to worry about the offensive line too much yet. Maybe Trent Williams comes back. John Feliciano steps in, a veteran who's been around in the league, steps in for Banks for a couple weeks. Maybe we're fine and we just have to worry about that right side of the line, which I think you still could have addressed at the trade deadline, but they did it. The secondary. I know Jalen Johnson was thrown out there. I know Razul Douglas got traded. I know Adoree Jackson was a name. I don't know if necessarily a name fixes what's going on in the secondary. I think a name helps, but the name that we need to watch out for really here, and this isn't any secret, is Steve Wilkes, is, is how the Niners are going to adjust this secondary. Because as I said, the sacks were hitting on Sunday against Cincinnati, but the off coverage was really hurting this team. So maybe the biggest move the Niners make in the secondary is an adjustment. We'll see what that looks like against Jacksonville in a couple weeks. Maybe there's no changes and Chase Young doesn't help, but we'll see. You also got to remember that Samuel Womack might be able to come back at some point. That's another name to a, let's just say a shallow secondary room, especially a cornerback room for the 49ers, where you know you feel like no matter what you do, whether Diamador Lenore and Charvarius Ward are on the outside, you have Isaiah Oliver in the slot. He's been struggling. If you kick Diamador Lenore into the slot, 
you're risking Ambry Thomas, which I know that's a whole other issue. So is it a bummer that the Niners did not acquire another member of the secondary? Yes. But there is the good news is, is there is a change that can be made. And ideally that change is going to be made over the next 10 days with Steve Wilkes kind of adjusting things in his secondary. And and that's really important. It's his secondary. It is not Kyle Shanahan's. It's not based off of what D'Amico Ryan's or Robert Sala did. The Niners brought him in because of his, 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 his knowledge in the defensive backfield. And that's really what feels like he's been letting down this 49ers defense. So, We'll see what Chase Young looks like. We'll see if there's any adjustments. I hope you guys enjoyed this first little episode of what I am calling the throwaway little 12 minutes, 13 minutes. I don't think that's too bad. If you guys have any feedback, please let me know. You know my Twitter. It's at Pasquini Andrew. Uh, Sprint Ride Option Podcast. We'll be back on, well, we'll see when we're going to be back. There's the bye week, so we might just take the rest of this week off. Overall, good trade deadline for the San Francisco 49ers, though. That'll be it for the first of what's hopefully many episodes of the throwaway Jason Aponte as always.